Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. Yay, part two. Part two. I hope you enjoy the show. she hears Larry get home and she takes the dead man's body into the other room which we already explained Mm -hmm. he asks if there's anything he can get her when she locks herself into the bathroom yeah because she said she's not feeling well she's not feeling well but she's just trying to clean herself out the blood off right but she says I want some brandy and he's like coming right up and I'm like okay so you don't feel well but you want brandy though what's happening if I'm feeling sick I want a hot shower or a tub like a warm tub bath thing and most of the time to be left alone yes Just, I just want to take a nap. Right. Just give me a nap. All right. So she cleans Ugh. up. She goes back to see Frank and she's, uh, and he says that he's in pain because the nerves are starting to work again. Yes. And then he needs two to three more people to feel whole. And I'm like, two to three. That's very specific. How do you know that, Frank? I don't get How it. How do you know that? And then he's telling her that he needs to get away from the Cenobites. Is that what they're called? Yes. Cenodudes? The Cenobites. It's only a matter of time before they find I've slipped them. I must get away from here. He's talking about how, like, once he's whole, the two of them can run away together. Okay, so I think he's being very selfish right now. He's using her. A thousand percent. And I I just, like, Julia... He's been selfish the whole time, having an affair with his brother's wife yeah. anyway wake the fuck up julia so fucking stupid I don't know. so she agrees that he will help her with the slime dripping off of his face is so gross so that she knows who he really is just to make sure like they did when they were uh, about to have sex the first uh, time uh, uh, he puts his skinless finger slimy. like on her her mouth again just uh, like rubs her lips like her bottom lips with like his index finger and i get it sexual but it was disgusting julia he's slimy and bloody and he has no skin don't put that in your mouth (laughs) yuck i can't julia you're stupid all right so kirstie is working at a pet store now okay no no she's working at some weird like black market pet store okay there's like monkeys in there oh yeah there's cages like stacked on top of each other it's like a very small pet store and i'm like where are you working (laughs) it's like the black market i didn't take it at that but there were monkeys in there well now i'm thinking about it and yes they seemed aggressive too well i mean they're very shouty they're about in a cage don't have the monkeys in the cage in a pet store don't don't put the monkey in the cage Hmm. anyways so she spots the man that when she was making out with her boy boy toy Mm -hmm. um the guy that was like hiding in the shadows seamless behind seemingly homeless guy yes yeah he looked really homeless Uh so she 
goes over to this guy who's like at the other end of the store and he has his hand in like a cricket cage yeah. or a cricket like tank container. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he pulls out the cricket. She's like, put those back. And he just puts them in his mouth and starts eating them. And there's stomach on his beard. I just, it's okay. And he's just has this like really strong eye contact the whole time with yeah. her. And then she kicks him out of the store and she's like yelling at him to leave. And then Steve appears, that yeah. guy that she's making out with. And I guess he didn't know who she was talking to. And he's like, well, what's going on? And she's like, oh, nothing. And then turns and he's like vanished. I, the weird cricket homeless guy. Okay. And like, you know what? That's the end of that scene. That's stupid. Okay. That's it. That's, it that's, just moves on. I we're, we're back to like David Bowie. <laughs> Julia finds another man. Yes. Yeah. She kills him. When she gets dressed up, she looks like David Bowie. Well, it's the feathered hair with the her high. complexion, yeah. like her narrow face. Yeah. yeah. I, she just needed like the like bright blue makeup on her face. <laughs> but it really completed it for me. Maybe her face was like maybe a little bit thinner. I think maybe. that might maybe. Anyways, her hair looks exactly like it. 100%. So she finds another man. She uh-huh. kills him. So Frank can eat him. Yeah. Um, and now, like, this is only the second person. She completely looks unfazed. She's so proud of herself. Yeah. Like, it has a smirk Smirking. on her face. Uh-huh. Well, I'm like, oh, it only took like, one time for her to feel, like, sinister. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she's just, okay. Girl, you're being used. Wow. But mm. she felt very comfortable with killing people after the first one. I guess, like, she's had a new hobby or something. I feel something. like I would take a couple of, you know, killings for me to feel comfortable. <laughs> I don't, I don't or never feel comfortable I never feel comfortable I honestly I don't just know it's uh, weird that after okay whatever yeah I don't get it all right so now Frank is clothed uh without any skin okay, with like I have bloody so many issues with this Andy's smoking a cigarette okay he is literally like standing up <laughs> yeah and he is like in the shape of a person but he has no skin no. so literally he has blood dripping off of his body yes he's wearing like a men's suit but yes. it's covered in blood why i don't why are you wearing clothes at this point okay if you have nerve endings you don't have any skin i can't That's imagine gonna be uncomfortable you got a lot of chafing going on it's gonna hurt right why are you even wearing clothes well i maybe he just wants to feel like a man again i don't know I can't. I don't know. So it's genuinely infuriates me that he's wearing clothes. And it's like they're just covered in blood. I don't get it. Well, do you want him just to feel naked? He doesn't yeah, want to be naked. He doesn't deserve anything. Oh, well. But it's not even like they show him as like, I can understand if they were trying to not have like a naked man on, in the movie. Yeah. But they don't even show his full body like ever in this movie. That's true. It's At usually one the torso point up. later on. Yeah, but it's always like, right, his torso up. So it's like it wouldn't matter even if he was like allegedly naked in the movie. It wouldn't matter. We wouldn't see anything anyway. <laughs> It just bothers me. He's wearing just like button up shirt, just completely soaked in blood. I agree. It's fucking stupid. Okay. Oh, what? Okay. Let's move on. Okay. Wow. I'm upset. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So now he's talking to Julia about the Cenobites uh-huh. and kind of his whole like interaction with these people yeah. or things. I don't know what they are. I don't know. If- I have no idea. Well, apparently they were real people. But whatever. Apparently. Apparently. That night, uh, Larry and Julia are watching boxing on TV. Mm-hmm. They're like sitting in their living room. And Larry's very into it. Larry is really into it. He's like, well, we can watch something else if you want. And she's like, no, that's fine. We can watch whatever you want. He's like, you usually don't like want to watch stuff like this. And yeah. She's it's like, like too violent for you. She's like, oh, well, I've seen worse. And I'm like, Ugh. Julia, because you're a sure killer has. now. Mm-hmm. You're a killer. Yeah. So Larry starts hearing some banging upstairs because... <laughs> I don't know. Frank what was is he like, doing? I don't know. He was like thrashing upstairs and like pounding on the walls. He's and I'm like pacing and then punching the wall. Why? I don't know. You have one job, Frank, and it's to shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> you have 
this woman, your your sister-in-law, is out murdering people for you. Right. And you're just causing a commotion for what reason? Well, maybe, maybe, maybe he's starting to like, you know how he has his like, I'm about to say sensors, his um nerves coming uh-huh. back. Sensors came sensors. from. Sensors. <laughs> Um, so maybe he's starting to get like some testosterone and some maybe like he's just feeling like really aggressive and he feels like he needs to like pound a wall. He's an idiot. (laughs) I'm just, I'm trying to help here. I don't think I am. Okay. So he's like, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go check out this, you know, this noise. Right. Where it's coming from. She's like, oh, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's just a window. I open a window. It's a window. I'll go check it. I'll close the window. It's it's fine. He's like, Mm -hmm. no, we'll go together. Fine. She's like, but I'm afraid of the lightning. I'm like, okay, Ugh. are you going to be a damsel in distress right now? All of a sudden, you've seen worse than boxing, <laughs> but now you're afraid of lightning? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Julia, pick a lane. No, she, well, she can't. She's a, she's a killer. <laughs> so she tries to get him not to go up there by making out with him. Right. I guess she thought, like, if they could start fooling around, then he would just get distracted by it. Which most men would. I can't. I can't. I, it She's didn't right. work on him though. It, it didn't, didn't work. This, well, kind of, but not this very second. Well, I just don't think that they love each other. Well, and I do think because I feel like. For most of the movie, I feel like Larry has the right intentions. Like, he right. doesn't come off as, like, a, a nasty guy. Like, he tries. Yeah. So I think that his thought was, like, yeah, I want to get down, but let me make sure we're safe, and then we'll get some frisky going on. Right. So he was making out with her, but then he's like, let me go check on this, and then we'll kind of pick up where we left off. Yeah. But she's, like, trying to get him to stop, but he, like, walks right upstairs, goes into this weird, like, bloody Frank room. <laughs> And then there's like nothing there. No, there's, there's some rat squealing or whatever. Yeah, and there's like rats nailed to a wall, nailed to a which wall. I did not like seeing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they did that, but they were nailed to a wall, and like that was it. Right. <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, must just be mice." And I'm like, "Why are you living there? I don't. Why are you okay with that? Because it's not even like this room is like an attic. No, no, it's like an actual bedroom. Yeah, of this house. Like they walk upstairs, and there's like three doors. It's like not even an attic. So like, why are you okay with there being mice anywhere in your house? He's I like, oh, must just be mice. I don't like it. And then he starts getting frisky with her again. He's like, okay, well, let's pick up where he left off. And then they walk into their bedroom, like making out. Yeah. And then we see Frank walk by in their bedroom. That's so creepy. He's hiding in the closet. I think she saw him too. Yes. Like a shadow Because the him. whole time they're making out, her eyes are like wide open. She's yeah. like looking around, surveying the room. Yeah. They're like laying on the bed. Larry's on top of her. And she's looking around. And then Frank comes out of the closet and he has like a switchblade. <laughs> Like I don't know. One. Where did he get it from? I don't. I don't know. I don't. Because wasn't he just like weird bones and like goo a little while ago? Well, maybe he. Maybe Julia brought him one. He I don't has know. Like a weird switchblade that you see in these old like forties movies with like street gangs. Well, and they're, stuff. Like, they're like like it's like, like, it's like a side story kind yeah. of like switchblade is what it is. It's like a half an inch wide and like three inches long. Yeah. And he, it makes a switchblade noise, which I don't know how Larry didn't hear it, well, but he didn't. He didn't. And then while they're making out, she's like, oh, please, no. And she's like getting upset and Larry's still making out with her. It's weird. I know. The whole thing was strange. Just stop, stop, stop moving. Like, don't, don't kiss her anymore. Right. But it gets weirder because she's begging, please, no, to Frank. But Larry's right. still kissing her. And then Frank gets to the foot of the bed. Pulls out a rat. Oh, yes. Slices the back of the rat off with this switchblade. <laughs> and, and then just, backs away. Yeah. And then <laughs> Julia freaks out. She should be for multiple reasons, but she freaks out <laughs> and like basically like pushes Larry off of her. And then like Frank kind of like hides back in the closet again. Yeah. And Larry, I feel a little rightfully so, is like, I just don't get you. You're just like, trying you're to make out with me. coming on to me. And all of a sudden now you're like, please, no. And you push. Like, what do you, what do you want? And he like just leaves. Yeah. He's like, fuck you. I don't. I, 
What? There was a lot to what unpack. What was the point of the rat situation? I have no idea why he was like like cutting a rat in half. I don't I don't know why I don't know why he was doing that. It doesn't make sense to me. This whole movie's stupid. It's so stupid. And he didn't even use the rats in the attic as like his own mafia. He didn't even have a rat mafia. He could have. <laughs> But instead, he's nailing them to oh the wall. Oh my god, he could have had his he own rat mafia. He could have had a rat mafia. I don't know if he ha- he can control the rats. Like, um, what no, was that? No, he's just nailing them to the wall. What was that movie that we watched? Um, it was that the second one we watched, 1920. Oh, 1922. 1922. <laughs> hey, <laughs> with Wilf. With Wilf and the rat mafia. No, Whatever. Wilf. At least they controlled the rats. These right. ones are just being tortured. Oh. It's okay. Poor rats. It's just a movie. I know. It's fine. But what was the point of him cutting the rat? Was it Nothing. to show that he would like hurt something? Like, I don't. I don't it did I don't know because I didn't I didn't I didn't understand it. It was stupid. But then it's just like that's it. That's it. So now we're having Larry and his daughter are having mm-hmm. dinner together. Yeah, and says to, that Julia won't leave the house anymore, and she is waiting for something. Yeah. Okay. And then that's it. And he wants <laughs> Kirsty to like talk to her. Like maybe they can bond. And I'm oh, like, yeah. what is your daughter going to talk to her stepmother about with her like not leaving the house? Like I don't, I don't she's not gonna talk about her stepmother about your marital problems. It's not gonna happen. I don't know. So she just wants to hurt her to go over to the house and like talk to her. I'm like, okay. So like, stupid. Okay. Well, the next scene we see Julia walking into the house with another man. Of like, course. Bring her to the house. And then of course Kirsty went to go talk to her and she sees <gasps> Julia bringing this guy into the house. Yes. And then I'm like, how did Kirsty see Julia, but Julia didn't see Kirsty. Um, I don't have an answer for that. Oh well, whatever. Because I mean, she was kind of haphazardly behind a tree, which I thought she would be able to be seen, but whatever. Because she saw something very clearly, but whatever. <laughs> but the man that Julia is bringing to the house, like, was very skeptical. He didn't want to go in the house. No, and he didn't want to go up I the mean, stairs. But he still went because he's very tempted by sex. So he's like, oh, should I? Shouldn't I? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'll go for a little bit. Whatever. And she like brings him upstairs into this room. And then, like, he gets attacked. Of course. And then outside, Kirsty hears, like, the commotion and, like, goes inside. Why? I, I, <laughs> Why? Call the police. Why? Just, just call the police. Right. Okay. Or your dad or both. Somebody. Like, why are you going to the house? I don't know. Because she saw... she's a young girl. Like, yes, why would you... She's okay. got to be, like, in her early 20s, right? Yeah. I would say. And then she sees her stepmom, who she already doesn't have a relationship with, doesn't really like her anyway. She sees her bring some, like, strange man to the house. What would you think you could do for a situation? How could you help that? I, you couldn't. Put yourself in danger. Yes. Kirsty. <laughs> Use your head, girl. I can't. Well, she goes into the fucking house. She does. She starts zooming around the house and she gets up to Frank's room and the guy that was like, apparently was half killed because yeah. he was like looking like he was about to like die, but he was like. And he had like no skin on his face. Yeah. So he has been tortured a little bit. Yeah. Which I don't really know why. If you're just going to kill somebody, you might but as well kill him. But it seems like all the people that they're killing lose their skin, but it doesn't feel like Frank's gaining skin. So I don't get what's happening to the skin. <laughs> Because they're all just like bloody, gooey corpses. Well, maybe it's just about the blood at this point, And maybe he takes the skin after. Like what happens to it? I don't know. It's just like a pile of skin somewhere? Well, Ugh. maybe. But yeah, because the first guy, he was just like, all of his skin was gone. Right. It's it just was like weird. bones and blood. Mm-hmm. and a- I don't know. So this guy, he comes out of Frank's room and like grabs her. And asks for help. And asks, help me. Yeah, yeah. And she goes into the room. She grabs the box because now she's going to try to attack Frank. Mm-hmm. Um, And because Frank is like, attack her. her yeah yeah because the guy falls and she screams and then like she sees frank and like she gets somehow into that room where frank mm. is and he starts like coming on to her 
He's like in her personal. He's grabbing her, telling her like how a beautiful woman she's turned out to be. Yeah. Her dad must be so proud. Okay. And and he's like touching her face again. And I'm like, this is disgusting. <laughs> Frank is gross on every level. On all so levels. So she like yeah. knees him or punches him or something and like gets away from him and picks up that box that he was fucking around with in the beginning. Yeah. Like weird thing that turned into the hooks and stuff like that. And he starts freaking out. Yeah. Like put that down, leave it alone. And she realized that she's kind of some power now. Uh-huh. So she's like throws it through the window out of the house, out of the house. Frank freaks out. So then she like makes a run for it, but then like gets out of the house and picks up the box and runs with it, too. I don't know. But why? Just okay. Because obviously it was important to him. But why would you pick it up? I don't I guess to like make sure he didn't get it, but like throw it in the woods. I don't fucking know. But this whole time, too, Julia is hiding. So like right. when Julia hears Kirsty come into the house, she like again like tiptoes and like backs into her and hides the entire time hiding. <laughs> I All right. hate her. So <laughs> so Kirsty is like running through town or something again, like that. Where do they live? I don't. It's everything's like run down. Every everything. She stops and she's like, looks like she's like really weak. And like, she like hears Frank's voice. Yeah. Well, these people like find her and apparently yeah. she wakes up in this this dark hotel or hotel, this dark hospital, which is probably a mental hospital. If I had to guess, I knowing guess. how these movies are, uh-huh. probably a mental hospital. Because let's just take everybody to the mental hospital. Of course. The nurse in the room is watching TV, but there's just a flower blooming on it, which I found very odd. Um, I wonder how long she was watching that for. I don't know, because just it's on repeat. Did it start over? Like it was like on a. OK. On, OK, whatever. It's uh, like a weird like time lapse yeah. like of a flower <laughs> blooming. Yes. It's weird. Okay. So the doctor comes in um, and asks her about the box that she was holding because yeah. maybe that would help her remember whatever because she doesn't remember anything. Yeah. I guess. Because he's like, because the cops want to ask her questions and he's like, well, you were really holding on to this. Maybe it'll jog your memory. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> She's like, I don't know what that is, but okay. So he walks out and just sets the box in front of her and then leaves the room. Mm-hmm. And then she starts looking at this box and starts to open it and start creepy music. More uh, fog. Um, more fog. Mm-hmm. She puts her finger on the box and it starts like moving. Changing form or Tra- something. Something, yeah. yeah. So the walls start cracking open and this dark misty hallway appears. And she walks down this weird dark tunnel. Because why not? Of fucking course. <laughs> There's like this baby crying and this like monster starts like is crawling on the wall, like starts racing towards her. It looks like, it a, looks like, like a worm or a... Yeah, I said a combination of like a worm and an anglerfish. Uh, an anglerfish? Right? It's fate. Okay. Full visual. <laughs> it's like a U shape, right? Right. It's like it's like pointy tail, but it's above its head. That's true. So like of the bottom part of the U uh-huh. is its head, which looks like the anglerfish. Which and then its body teeth. was like up above its head and looked like a worm. Interesting. But I felt like this probably was really funny because the creature that was made when it was chasing her down this hallway, uh-huh. did you see the wheels behind it, like of the cart they were like pushing it on? No, it was so funny. They sh- <laughs> you have to like watch it like really quickly. You can see briefly like two wheels like spinning behind it, as if like the crew was like pushing this <gasps> thing down that tunnel. And maybe they just couldn't like get that part out of maybe. it. Maybe because it's the only time I saw it, and I was like, oh, there's wheels. Okay, the background. <laughs> I must have missed that part. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know, but he looks like really hungry. Like he was like chomping and he had like really gross teeth. Getting kind of grabby. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. He was like almost to her and then she runs like back to the room and then the hall closes. She's running and she keeps looking behind her. So she's not running fast. And I'm like, girlfriend, (laughs) just run. 
Stop checking behind you. Well, I mean, I don't know. It was weird because I'm like, okay, so she gets back to the room, but why Why did the hallway close back up? The box is still open or box is still like whatever. Right, because now like the tiles on the wall start like where the grout would be, start glowing, and then more smoke is coming out of these like tiles mm-hmm. on the wall. And then these like scented dudes, whatever they are, just like appear. Yeah, so I have descriptions of a couple of them. <gasps> Let's hear it. One of them I called the wide mouth man um, <laughs> because it looks like... Is he the chompy one? Yeah. I, I thought that he looked like the guy that ha- would have like the, you know, the game speak out where you put the like the mouthpiece in your oh, mouth. Oh, yes. So you see the teeth. It's all like gums and teeth. All gums and teeth. It's like he has no eyes. His face is smushed. Yes. His like, his mouth is like wide open like that game uh-huh. and, and he has gums and teeth and all you hear is Yes. He's just chomping the entire time. It's really gross. Yes. Um, one of the other ones, this is where I did my side gook. Um, he was, um, he looked like mm-hmm. the Baldorian who was a hut from the Star Wars series. Okay. I know <laughs> that you know nothing about in that Star Wars. Nope. I had to Google it. But cause I so knew. So what did you Google? What did you search into gook? Um, I searched, it was something like worm in Star Wars movie. <laughs> And then I, I read this whole like side thing uh-huh. about like who the, who, what this thing was. Like there's a bunch of like, he is a hut. He is like a, the, like Jabba the, the hut the, that you're talking about. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> don't you fucking know. This is what I know. This is all I know. He's, he's a hut. So there's a bunch of huts. Uh huh. But this one's name is Baldorian who oh, went both, both sides. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like he was good and he was bad. And he was good. I don't know. I'm, I'm probably really jacking that up, yeah. but he was in the Star <laughs> Our Wars. Tell us for sure. But he was the worm in Star Wars. Okay. So he had, that was the like man with the like tongue that kept moving. Yeah. That was so gross. gross. Um, and then the lady one. Oh, the, I didn't have anybody that she looked like, but she had like the, the throat thing. It looked like her throat was a vagina. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you say that? Can you say that for the people in the back? It looked like her throat was a vagina. <laughs> didn't it? No, it did. So she had like a nail through her nose, like yes. the bridge of her nose. And then she had these like, I don't know if they were like wires, but like through her cheeks. And then she had like these like metal like hook things. Yeah, it was like, like I think that was on her face and her neck. It was like this big oh, like, like circle thing. And it was like pulling, it had like a slice in her throat and it was like pulling the skin back, which is what made it look like a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have Pinhead, which of course, of course. Which we knew about. We knew about but this that. This is only the second time he appears in the movie and we're like an hour into the movie. Right. And it's the second time he's appearing. I'm like, okay, you you're, you got the cover of this movie. I feel like you should be in here a little bit more right. than like 10 minutes worth. So, of course, she freaks out by these weird, pale, like deformed hook people. And he said, The box. You opened it. We came. It's just a puzzle box. Oh, no. It is a means to summon us. Who are you? Explorers in the further regions of experience. Demons to some, angels to others. Okay, I have a problem with this too. Okay. So when these guys appear, yes. right, the uh-huh. weird worm guy, like, grabbed Kirsty, right? Right. And he put his fingers in her mouth. Yes. His two fingers, like his index and middle finger. Why? Why? I don't know, because it didn't, it, there was no part of the movie. The guy who wrote and created this movie has an obsession. With hands. Like a very, like, sexual obsession with, like, fingers and mouth. That's gross. Because I don't know why this weird creature thing would, like, how that's why he's grabbing her. Like, why? Why don't you just grab her by, like, the waist or, like, the arm? Because or... he grabs her by the throat, too. Yeah. But then he, like... Puts his hands in her, in her in mouth. In her mouth. Okay. 
So she's like, fucking weird. I know. She's like, who are you? Right. And he's the pinhead. He says, explorers in the further regions of your experience. What the fuck does that even mean? Demons to some, angels to others. What does that even mean? I don't know. I had to write it because I was like, well, maybe it makes sense to Stephanie when I read it to her. And no. apparently it doesn't. <laughs> I literally pause it and I was like, De- what? I don't. Mm. An angel or a demon? I guess they're in, they're like in the, the middle, the middle. They don't, they don't have a, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, because he's saying that basically if you mess with this box and make it like reconfigure itself... It summons them. Right. Which means that now they are either going to like torture you. Right. Which some may find pleasurable. Some find it as torture. Well, or she's going to be a part of them. Like she's going to be one of them. Right. Like, we'll see. She bargains with them and she says that Frank is hiding from them. Uh Uh-huh. Which I didn't believe because they thought they killed him. Right. Mm -hmm. And that she can lead them to him. And the pinhead says... Tear your soul apart. Whoa, that's kind of aggressive. But okay, I mean, whatever. You got to do what you got to do. So I'm really proud of her for doing that, though. Like, yeah, you know smart. what? Frank's a douchebag. Uh-huh. You might as well, like, throw him under the bus. She's like, let me make a deal with you. I know. Hold up a sec. I got this. I got something you want. <laughs> Frank escaped. Trust me, I saw him. Uh-huh. He doesn't look good, no. but you can have him. Exactly. Let me go. It's fine. So the next scene is like, I guess she escaped because she's at the house, like, banging on the door. Yeah. Julia. How did like, she get out of the hospital? I- because she's not even in her hospital clothes anymore. Oh, she's in like true. her regular clothes. Maybe they got her out somehow. Maybe they have like, I don't, because they can like zoom in and out of places. So maybe they can like just appear her so someplace. So like, here's your clothes that you were wearing before too. It's fucking weird. It's like Star Trek where you like zoom or beam people up. Right? <laughs> You're trying to use references that you don't know anything about. <laughs> I watched Star Trek. <laughs> you did? I, some. Uh, okay. I mean, it was on regular TV when I was a kid. Okay. So I mean, I, my dad liked it. Mm-hmm. So I watched it some. Mm-hmm. Star Wars, know nothing about <laughs> Baldorian, don't know who that is. He's the worm guy in Star Wars. I see. I try to act like I know what I'm talking about. I'm sure when Dustin goes through to edit this, he will correct us very hard. And we're going to offend him somehow. Oh, I'm probably offending a lot of people, not just Dustin. It's fine. I feel like I did some research that I feel like I did it justice. Okay. And I'm sticking to that. (laughs) And for all of you people that don't agree with me, that's okay. I'm just happy you just did some type of Star Wars research. <laughs> I just, it doesn't mean that I don't, I mean, I think it's okay for you to watch. You can have your own thing. Yeah, everybody has their own thing. I, at least I knew a character in the movie. I think that's a good thing. I think you're doing great. Thank you. <laughs> you're trying. I tried. A for effort. I love it. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah. So Julia's like chain smoking a cigarette in Frank's room mm-hmm. and wants to run off with him. Like he still has no skin. Uh, I don't know if I would feel the same way as Julia does. No, he's still bleeding all over his clothes. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> all right. So now she meets Larry at the door at the, cause she's like, Frank's like, oh, well, Larry's going to be home soon. Mm-hmm. Well, he ends up getting there. Uh, she meets him at the door and says that he needs to see something. Yeah. 
So she starts having sex with someone. And I didn't know if it was like Larry or if it was Frank. Because we only see the guy from the back. Like they yes. are having, I don't want to say aggressive sex, like as if it's like, like not consensual, but it's like a little bit more rough. A little rough. But they both seem to be enjoying themselves. Yes. So whatever. But they don't show the Who it face is. just from the back. Right. Mm-hmm. So and I'm like, hmm. Well, based on history, I just don't feel like Larry has that kind of aggressive nature. Like, no. I don't, I think it's Frank. Right. But I'm like, did they kill Larry? Like, I don't know what's happening right now. we don't right know now. yet. No. Right. Mm-hmm. So Kirstie comes to the house and demands to see her father. Mm-hmm. Um, she runs into the room and finds her father. But he has, like, blood, like, on his hairline. And she doesn't seem to care. Okay. I have the exact same note. So she runs in and she says that it's not safe for the house. Yeah. She needs to get out of there. Like, we have to go. And he's not talking like her father at no. all. And she does not seem to notice his behavior or the massive amount of blood all over his head. And I'm like, are we just not going to acknowledge that your dad is covered in blood? Right. It looks like, which I think is what happened, somebody is wearing her dad's face. Almost like Hannibal Lecter style a little bit. That's what I thought. Because it's like the hairline and up to like where the ears are, the whole chin is like, I mean, so much blood. Yeah. And I'm like, do you not know how your father talks? Because this is not how your dad talks to you. Right. And are we not going to address the blood? I, apparently not. But I'm thinking to myself, so does do we not? Do, I know somebody who doesn't have skin on their body, but right. now maybe does. Uh-huh. Um, that would be Frank. Yeah. A hundred percent. So Frank took his face. He definitely did. Yeah. Because then she's saying that like Frank is in the house. He has to leave. And the dad's like, oh, I know. I killed him. Frank's dead. It's fine. Don't I worry take, about I it. I care of it. It's fine. Don't you worry about it. And she's like, well, I need to see him. Yes. I need to put visual on it. So she goes up to this weird, like, bloody room, whatever. And there's a corpse in the middle of the room that's smoking. <laughs> Why is there smoke coming <laughs> off of this corpse? That's a good question. I don't know. I can't answer that. <laughs> well, they're trying to convince us, but mostly Kirsty, that that's Frank. But right. we are not fooled. Yeah. So the Cenobites end up appearing in this room uh-huh. and tell her that she must bring the man that did this. Mm-hmm. So uh, they know that it's not Frank. Right. But she still thinks that the dead body there is Frank and that they yes. want her dad. Yes. So she freaks out. But yeah. we're like, girlfriend, he's got blood all over his face. It's not, it's not your dad. It's not your dad. No. And also he's acting gross. Right. Mm. Your dad's a nice guy. Yeah. Frank is sleazy. Mm-hmm. So she realizes that Frank has Larry's face on finally. Yep. And Julie Julia grabs her and Frank goes to stab Kirsty, but ends up stabbing Julia. Yeah, she's like, like a staircase. quick maneuver. Mm-hmm. And okay. This, and then she starts decaying very immediately. Because I think he's taking all of her like oh. energy, blood, everything from her. But how? He's not like, how does how does he get her? Like, That's these- how he was doing with all the guy, other guys too. Like he was just like touching them or like that, mm. the third guy that he killed. He just put like his hands in, his, in that guy's neck. Oh, that's true. And he just like, I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't get it. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. But it's like, it's very telling, Julia. We all knew he was using you, but he killed you and didn't even care. No. He couldn't give two shits. Thanks for the energy, girl. Yeah. And then just like left her there. And went after Kirsty. Yeah. So Frank runs upstairs chasing Kirsty, mm-hmm. and he hears her in one of the bedrooms when she goes and hides. Uh-huh. It was like the one across from Frank's room. Yeah. That had a bunch of stuff that where dead bodies were stored originally. We don't know why, but she kept doing it there. Right. Wouldn't that smell? I would think so. Like after a certain period. I don't know. Whatever. Gross. So she hides, and then she ends up bumping into one of the dead bodies with and maggots start coming out of his mouth. Blech. That was really gross. Mm-hmm. I expected it, though. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was kind of like, there's a bunch of dead bodies in there. Yeah. They can't, like, live without, like, bugs and stuff on them anyway. For sure. So whatever. So he leaves because she sees him like creeping into the room like uh-huh. looking for her and then she sees him leave. So she then leaves the room 
and stands at the top of the stairs between the three bedrooms crying. So why did she think that he had immediately left the house? Like, why? Why wouldn't he have heard her? Why is she standing there crying? Girl, make a run for it. Why are you crying? Well, obviously, Frank hears her busts out his 40s switchblade again. And then she like backs into that weird bloody room again. And I don't know why. I don't either. Uh, I guess maybe she didn't think about it. I don't know. I don't know. But of course, she's like backing up. And of course, she trips over the corpse, which we know is her dad. Yes. She knows that now. Yes. So then she starts yelling at Frank, calling him a bastard. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm your Uncle Frank. And then the Cynodudes come back. Yes. The Mm -hmm. the (laughs) Cynodudes. And the room turns back to what we originally saw with the chains hanging from the Uh ceiling and all the blood and Mm -hmm. the guts and the gore and whatever. And then Frank realizes that Kirstie set him up. Uh And um, he gets pissed. He's so funny. He's like, you set me up, bitch. Bitch. And then she just starts backing away slowly. Uh-huh. Like it was funny because it's like mic drop. They show like over the shoulder of her, over Frank's shoulder of her, and uh-huh. then you just see her slowly backing out of frame. She's just like, ooh, awkward. <laughs> Back up. Well, now okay, so yeah, so she is backing up, and then he starts going after her, and then these chains and hooks come at him uh-huh. and start like pulling him back and like get Hooking his arm his skin and, and yeah, stuff, his face. So yeah. gross. Mm-hmm. Um, which is so fake, by the way. Didn't yeah. even look real. Okay. So anyways, so she leaves the room and then one of the Cenobites chases her the right girl back with in. the vagina throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the vagina throat uh, chases her back in the room. Um, she takes the box and mm-hmm. she figures out to like how to piece it back together and she makes them go away. Like yeah. the ones that are right like there in front of her. They, yeah, they disappear. <laughs> so this is just like, okay, like Pinhead is back in this part of it, right? Yeah. And he's like hooking Frank and then he's like one of the first people that she gets to disappear. I- like, she uses this weird box, like, reconfigures it, and it's, like, these stupid 80s, like, graphics of, like, <laughs> like just disappears. Yes. These weird, like, lasers gone. Yeah. So, like, vagina throat's gone. Pinhead's gone. That weird wormy guy. Like, they're slowly, like, disappearing. And I'm like, Pinhead was not in this movie at all. No. I don't know how he made the cover of this movie. Like, I, at all. Like, I don't know. Because he's, like, the head of the Senna dudes, but, like, he's just barely in it. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. She makes her way downstairs and her boy toy, uh, Steve, mm-hmm. is knocking at the door and he makes his way into the house and the creature that was originally chasing her down the hall in the hospital is chasing her now. That like worm anglerfish thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is just like, he pops up in the house at the front door and then she like fixes the box again, like does the puzzle again and he disappears. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. This is so lackluster for me. This was the only part where there was a struggle for her because yeah. like every other like center person, she like immediately like vanquished or they're gone. But then she opens the front door with Steve and this like weird angler worm thing is there and it has like its little hands and it was really funny because it like punched Steve in the nose <laughs> right. and he gets like knocked on his ass and like now he's like out of commission, I guess. Yeah. So she's like scrounging for this like box on the floor and the worm's like fighting for it with her and it's just like weird hands and then she configures it and then it's just gone. It's gone. It's gone. There- so now I guess Steve has come to from getting punched in the nose and they just like leave. Yeah, they walk out and it's like rainy that night. And then there are lights that start glowing in the house. Yeah. Which I don't know why. Okay. Um, and then it shows um, a picture, like it shows a bunch of like, like rubble like fire. and fire. Like so fires. was the house on fire or were they someplace else that there was fires? Fire, it was fire in the yard. Like I don't know why it was. like it was the, ha- it wasn't the house. I don't, I don't know. Because it, sh- it was weird. Like I don't. I'm missing something because it shows the house and all the lights are glowing. And then now they're standing someplace with like a random chair on fire. 
like a kitchen chair, like a wooden chair on fire. That's true. And then like little mounds of like rubble on fire. Like was it supposed to be the house or just like random? Like are they someplace else now? I don't know. I just, just thought random fire. Well, I thought the house was the house was. Obviously, it's like like deteriorating right. somehow. So they pan to the yard and there's a bunch of like 50 fires, like small like little fires. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I, whatever. I don't know where they come from. <laughs> so she ends up throwing the box in one of the fires and then um, the creepy man from the from the pet store? Yeah, the, like homeless guy. The homeless guy thing. comes up, grabs the grabs I hate the box. This fucking part of the movie. Right? Mm. Comes in, he grabs the box out of the fire. He like engulfs in flames. Yeah. He ignites and then he turns <laughs> into a skeleton pterodactyl and flies away. Yes. He looks like a weird dragon dinosaur combination standing there holding a stupid fucking box I and then just flies the fuck away? I don't know. What? I don't know. And they just watch him like, oh, another dinosaur. <laughs> like not phased at all by this weird dinosaur thing. I don't I don't know. I don't have answers to that. So then what? Okay, so that's over. And then we're back at the original scene of this movie where it has these like two guys sitting at a table and I'm thinking that the other guy is not Mr. C- he's not Mr. Cotton anymore, but he's the guy that took the box. It's like a new dude, yeah. I think it was a homeless guy and he's talking to the guy that the box came Unless at. the weird dragon guy was the guy who keeps selling the box. Oh. Oh. Because it was a different guy buying this box. Yes. But it was the same man who was selling the box in the beginning of the movie. You might be right. So what if the weird homeless dude who turns into pterodactyls, like pterodactyl skeletons, so, of course, right. becomes this also man in another country who is selling this box to another poor sucker? Interesting. I don't know. I mean, that feels right because right? he's like has his eyes on the entire like situation mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Wow. So because he knew where the box was and went back and collected it and is, I guess, selling it to somebody else now. Interesting. Okay, so then it starts like with the same quote. It says, what's your pleasure, sir? And then the movie ends. It's just stupid. <laughs> I hated everything about this movie. It was it was a little um, not great. No, but I had tweeted out that I was watching it, right? And yes. how fucking stupid it was and how I didn't understand it. And we had one of our podcast friends comment on Twitter oh, yeah. about it with, I guess, like, trying to help us figure out what it was about. Uh-huh. Uh, wh- so, what did it say? <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Okay. So it's from Half Price Horror. Uh-huh. Okay. So they said, short version, uh-huh. the Cenobites are BDSM freaks <laughs> from another dimension who are into body modification and have a fucked up idea of consent. Frank thinks that he's going to a cool key swapping party and finds out the hard way their idea of a good time is taking off his skin. <laughs> I mean, that's not... I. It could happen. I mean, the... I, I, the key party thing, I'm a little skeptical of, yeah. but the whole like weird, freaky BDSM kind of thing yeah. sounds incredibly accurate. I mean, and it kind of makes sense too. I mean, somebody had a vagina on their neck. Right. And then the part too at the end when like Frank starts getting hooked again and then Kirstie's watching him and his face is literally being like pulled apart. Yeah. He's like talking to Kirstie and like grossly, slowly licking his lips. That's, oh, So maybe yeah. they, they might be onto something. Oh God. Gross. That's gross. I appreciate the, the, the feedback in, yes because we need something <laughs> I don't, in this movie i don't it, and something to make it better than it is because uh, it's not i'm i'm so serious if any of our friends out there liked this movie i'm 100 percent serious like please tell us why 
I just, is there something that we're missing? Is there something? I, I don't know how. Because but- even if it's a bad movie, I can appreciate how a movie is made. I can appreciate the art in the movie. Right. I can appreciate, it had nothing. No. There was nothing. The, the storyline, the way that it was filmed. Awful. It was all it was- awful. Okay. All right. Well, it's done and over with. We never have to do it again. Thank God. That uh, was bad. It was bad. <laughs> So can we can we redeem ourselves and maybe come up with a better movie for next week? You want to hear what's coming up next week? Oh, and God. you can decide if it's going to be better or not. Ready? Okay. I think it will be. Okay, okay. I'm ready. Child's Play. Okay. Some Chucky. I, I like some Chucky. I've never seen it, of course. I saw it a long time ago. It came out in 88, I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, it wasn't 88. in 88 when I watched it. But no, no. it was... It was Even like, far too little for that. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I have watched it before. Hmm. Okay. It's, I have not. It's a little uh, thing. I mean, creepy children, creepy dolls. It's, you know. Yeah. It's, it's going to be awkward and weird <laughs> and eerie and, okay, fine. <laughs> You're never going to want to see a doll in your house ever again. Well, I I always had a weird thing with dolls. Okay, I, as a kid, liked dolls, but my grandmother used to buy me these, like, porcelain ones. You know, with like, the porcelain faces yeah, on them. With the, like, fluffy dresses and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. she'd buy me, like, I had a, a bunch of them. And my mom was all about, like, put them out. Your grandma got them for you. I thought they were creepy as shit. Oh, I agree. Because of these painted faces. Yeah. And then my brother would laugh at me because when he would go into my room, they were all turned around. <laughs> I faced them toward the wall because I hated that they would stare at me. I agree because they follow they, you. Yeah, they had the, like, mo- I think two of them had these like old timey like dresses uh-huh. and one was like a little ballerina. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they were probably like a foot tall, maybe uh-huh. two feet tall. Creepy as shit. I get you. And I wanted them to do with them. I think I have like one or two of them, mm. but it wasn't something that I collected. Or no, no. I didn't forced, want them. Well, forced to collect. My grandma's like, they're pretty. And I'm like, yeah, I guess to a degree until they're just staring at you. Yeah. Hard creepy, pass. Creepy dolls are going to jump off the shelf and stab you in your sleep. Ah! <laughs> Here uh, is the IMDb, IMDb synopsis. synopsis. <laughs> I really like that. Okay, a single mother gives her son a much sought after doll for his birthday, only to discover that it is possessed by the soul of a serial killer. Mm. Yeah. That's- and uh, Christmas time is here. <laughs> well, guys, we did it. We did it. So, I mean, I think even if we're having a hard time with these like older movies, I think anything's going to be better than Hellraiser. Let's <laughs> Hellraiser be real. sucked ass. Like, seriously. So fucking bad. It was bad. so bad. I'm so, so bad. glad we're done with it. All right. So again, a little refresher. We, a little refresher. We want you to subscribe and follow us. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us a five star rating because mm-hmm. you love us. Because why wouldn't you love us? Of course. Um, go to tipsypod.com um, mm-hmm. to support our show, support us, buy some merch. Wine, yeah. All of that. And then also you can find on the website, you can find all of our um, social media handles mm-hmm. for Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yep. So go ahead and check us out. Go now. Yeah. Go right now. <laughs> Get out of here. And then we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. We love you. Now we're, we're working. We're, we are seeing Christy. She's mm-hmm. walking on this like board rock walk. Oh, my God. I cannot talk. Okay. Let me try it again. Stupid <laughs> wine. <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, let me top you off. Uh, uh, you want me to get half more? Oh, <laughs> that was... That was really aggressive. <laughs> I'll drink more. Yeah. But not all of it. What about you? Well, I'm going to top off mine too. Don't you worry. Okay. Good? Yeah, that's good. That's impressive. Well, I and I knew who the character was. I've seen him before. Okay. I don't really you know. his name or anything. I don't, I just, I don't really know how because I've never watched, I've never watched Star Wars. Oh, we're losing. I can hear oh. people leaving. I can hear, come back. <laughs> she didn't mean it. Come back. <laughs>
I wonder if they could still have like, can they have like sex? <laughs> okay. No. No. I don't okay. want. Okay. His body, the way it is, yeah. I don't even want like to hold his hand. Yeah. No. 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 Well, she doesn't want him to touch her either. Really? Yeah, but she lets him touch her mouth. That's true. Which is disgusting. You're right. You're right. I don't know. <laughs> but then they they talk they um shoot a the picture in the yard or the film in the yard or the camera <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? So 2021 is upon us, and instead of flying cars and monkey robot butlers, we have a pandemic. We have media and making every little annoying twit of a child think they're going to be the next famous celebrity because they did some stupid trend they've seen somebody else doing nine million times. We have people that are self-entitled and stupid and given a voice through social media constantly whining about how everybody else is the problem and how everyone else needs fixings. We have celebrities lecturing us about how we have to give more so we can elevate everyone to a better life from the security of their seven-bedroom, multi-million dollar estates. We have politicians lying to us that they're going to fix the situations we're in that they created in the first place. And then we've got me having the conversations that a lot of us are thinking but nobody's talking about. Because these things have to be said. I had to say at the podcast. Available wherever you get your podcast fix or at www.ihadtosayapodcast.com. Why don't you come listen to what I've got to say? They say that one person's trash is another person's treasure, and nothing proves that point like a trip to the local used bookstore. On my podcast, Half Price Horror, I take a trip every episode to that store and come back with horror movies ranging from genre classics to obscure cult gems and everything in between. Then I do a deep dive discussion into their stories, their themes, and some of the things that make them unique. I hope you'll join me because at Half Price Horror, we get our terror at a discount and pass the savings on to you.